0: All right, we are back with an instant reaction podcast. Miami Hurricanes 20, Georgia Tech 23, in a shocking last-second, last-minute loss in which literally Miami fumbled the ball away, or sorry, fumbled the game away. Um, So just running through this, Miami is... The talk of the college football world right now, but in case you missed it, um, Miami had the ball with 33 seconds in the game. Georgia Tech had no timeouts, and so all Miami had to do was kneel and win the game. Instead, Don Chaney Jr. was sitting on 99 rushing yards in the game, and Miami gave him an opportunity to crack the 100 yard rushing mark for the first time in his career he did pick up a four yard game but unfortunately he fumbled and georgia tech took the ball with 20 seconds left and four plays later scored a touchdown the game-winning touchdown on a 44-yard pass from haynes king to christian leary so heartbreaking way to lose Uh, kind of inexcusable way to lose I've never seen anything like that Um, so I think it is worth saying that following the game coach Mario Cristobal denied that they gave Don the opportunity that they ran the ball with Don instead of kneeled Um, he denied that they did that to get him 100 yards I think you can come to your own conclusions on whether or not you will believe Coach Cristobal or not with saying that. Regardless, it was a poor decision. Uh, You had a chance to win the game, and you literally fumbled that win away. And look, we can get in the weeds too on whether or not Don Chaney actually was down. I think there's compelling evidence that maybe he was down. Regardless, don't put yourself in that position. Kneel the ball. Go win the game. Now Miami is, you know, a joke of college football for 24 hours. And they have sustained their first loss of the season. They they are now 0-1 in conference play. Just a disastrous decision by Mario Cristobal. And I don't know what to really say about it, Gabby. So other than that, I mean... I think we could just rehash this a million times. Dum yeah. dum 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 dumb, dumb. Obviously, Neil to win the game. It's a little concerning. I mean, look, the details are different, but there are similarities with this situation to what happened, I believe, maybe in twenty eighteen. Um, against Stanford when Mario Cristobal was coaching Oregon. I think this one is more egregious frankly because all he had to do was kneel the ball once and go in the game i think in that stanford game he was running the ball and even if he he if, if he kneeled on the ball in that stanford game there still would have been time remaining on the clock this game was a situation where you kneel and you go win so i don't really know how to dissect that any further other than what are you doing uh, but the whole game itself gabby it was just kind of a sleepy performance on offense i don't know to me it seemed like maybe new defensive coordinator kevin sure who was promoted this week uh, by georgia tech going from linebackers coach to defensive coordinator it seems like you know maybe he did have some looks that gave tyler van dyke issues his issue you know from my vantage point and look it's gonna be It's going to be telling to go back and watch this game. But, you know, just my immediate reaction, Tyler kind of had all game or all day to throw. It seemed like the line gave him plenty of time to throw. It seemed like what they were doing coverage wise was kind of messing with him. And it seemed like specifically Georgia Tech's plan was to limit the explosives on the outside and force Tyler to throw the ball in the slot, Xavier Restrepo, and you know work the ball to the tight end and maybe underneath in the running backs. Um, and that plan worked for Georgia Tech's defense. What were your thoughts on Tyler Van Dyke? Because coming in this game, two turnover-worthy plays for the whole season, for the first four games, and he had three turnovers – three interceptions today and frankly they were bad bad interceptions
1: yeah they were bad and again I think just thinking about turnover worthy plays I think there was a few more that kind of like hit off uh, Georgia Tech defenders hands or you know we're just close um, yeah Tyler Van Dyke I mean it, it was kind of perplexing just watching that whole performance from him just because of how good he had kind of been to this point and to watch I mean he looked just totally lost at times where it was just like he had almost no idea where to go with the ball. He kind of was just forcing it into really bad uh, places, uh, really bad time. I mean, he threw a pick in the end zone. Um, it just really, it's, it, I, I, I don't know what it is. I I don't know how to really describe what happened to Tyler Van Dyke tonight other than kind of like what you're talking about, David. Like maybe, like, you know, whatever this defensive coordinator did uh, obviously co- caused some, some confusion. And it was... Honestly, just really, I think one of his, I mean, definitely one of his worst performances to this point. Basically, handed them uh, two trips to the red zone. Uh, I, I think they, I think they had a, a touchdown and a field goal on those. So you basically just like handed over ten points uh, to an offense that really struggled to score over the course of the afternoon. I mean, Miami's defense uh, for most of the game was was really like you know, honestly, it felt like they were pretty dominant, especially early on in that first half. Uh, three. I think it was three-three announced to start the game, and um, you know, it was. I mean, to, I mean, really, I it felt like Miami just kind of gave this one away, and in multiple phases. Uh, obviously, I'm just like dumbfounded by the idea that you could have just kneeled the ball and walked off the field. And you know, you know, it's college football. You know, any given Saturday, anything can happen. And you know, you you got to take your wins where you can get them, and to not just solidify and seal a win like that is honestly just. It, it, there there's no real explanation for it, and it's just kind of devastating and Tyler Van Dyke definitely didn't help the cause and I don't think this game had to be this close particularly um I'm not saying it would have been a pretty game or a perfect game, but I don't think that uh you know i I think Miami put them dug themselves in a really, really deep hole that honestly they climbed themselves out of and then just gave it away so uh extremely frustrating uh just to watch this whole thing and just how it unfolded was really just wow, like I'm still kind of processing all of this like at 1 a.m. following the the game. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much my thoughts on Tyler Van Dyke and just that whole situation to this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, really the the defense, you know, outside of that game-winning drive by Georgia Tech, the performance was borderline elite by the defense. I think before that drive, they were allowing 3.8 yards per play. I think before that drive, Miami's defense had allowed something like 175-ish total yards in the game. So Miami's defense was dominant, um, but the turnovers—one of the key stats in this game—Miami had five turnovers. So one of them's just at the end. So really, it's four turnovers. Uh, but Georgia Tech scored. 16 points off that turnover off those turnovers yellow jackets scored 23 points in the game so you gave an offense that was struggling life by doing that you know time of possession Miami dominated that on the day despite the offensive struggles uh 37 minutes time of possession really you know both outside of the fumble I was getting re- like I was writing Gabby, how Miami was doing a nice job of salting the game away, killing the clock. I think they got the ball what with five minutes left in the game and um, then the fumble happened. So anyways, uh, inexcusable. you can't really sugarcoat it and um, we'll have to watch it and I guess have more opinions on it. So recruiting, Gabby. Unfortunately for Miami, a lot of big time recruits were visiting for this game. What was it like after the game? Did you get to talk to any of the guys? What you know? What were they saying? How did they process this?
1: Yeah. uh I mean, again, I just don't. I don't think anyone's gonna really care to hear this or want to hear this. But honestly, it was. It was all really positive feedback. Um, you know talk to i mean i think it's to talk to everyone but you know talk to a couple of commits i talked to Cameron Pruitt and he was very encouraged by just what he saw on defense and you know like it was not hung up on the result felt like you know again what that defense did was was very positive and feels like he's still very very solid with Miami liked what he saw there uh, i talked to Darius Hayes the Florida commit And, uh, you know, he obviously recognized that Miami played a a good game on the defensive side of the ball. He plans on spending um, a good chunk of time on Sunday uh, around the school to be back around those guys again and see a little bit more of them. Uh, you know, I talked to Jordan Lyle, the Ohio State commit, the four-star running back out of St. Thomas Aquinas, and he was basically telling me like, look, in my mind, Miami won this game. Like, you know, again, it's kind of an excuse at this point, but he said Don Chaney, I thought he was clearly down when you kind of watch it in slow-mo. Um, he, really, he was appreciative of Mario Cristobal just kind of after the game, uh, kind of checking on the recruits, making sure they were all right when he had just kind of lost that game and really him directly lost that game. So he just says, you know, he was, he was definitely liking that and the way Miami runs the ball so uh even a guy like jordan lyle was really uh you know he took some a lot of positives away from that and i think uh you know a couple of the other guys did as well um we'll see i mean this is a it's a weird situation um but thankfully you know for some of the guys that were in attendance uh you know it it, it didn't You know, they still recognize that there's kind of a light at the end of the tunnel and, uh, you know, that Miami's still in a better spot right now than they were a year ago and that, you know, the program's still trending the right way. So, uh, you know, again, this is this one stings. Um, But again, I feel like from a recruiting perspective, I think some of those guys had, you know, were walking out of there with their heads up high and obviously disappointed and shocked by the result. But I think the overall product, uh, again, especially for some of those defensive guys was was good. Yeah,
0: and look, I don't really like to get into ref talk and bad call talk, but I think there were some questionable calls in this game. Regardless, Miami had the opportunity to win the game, and they didn't get that done. So this is a game where Mario Cristobal just has to eat it, has to own it. You know, he made a bad decision as a head coach, and that ultimately, this result falls on him. So, yeah. Um, We will move on. We will move forward. We will continue to dissect this game, unfortunately. Um, Appreciate everyone for listening, and until next time, take care.